Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Wollenhouse, I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success. This week, to be successful, here are seven reasons why sleeping less might be helpful. So glad you joined us for this provocative discussion. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success, the program where we talk about the four tenets of equanimity, things that I refer to as better health, healthy relationships with friends and family, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. And we address anything and everything that's relevant to improving our quality of life predicated on focusing on those four things. And that is a big basket of things that you can define for yourself. And that's what it's all about. About here at Anatomy of Success. So coming here for the first time, glad you found us. If you've been coming back, I hope that means you're getting some benefit. Please rate and review the podcast and subscribe and then head over to weatherology.com. You'll find the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. Take advantage of it. And then find me under About Us at the top of that page. You'll find links to LinkedIn, Facebook, as well as Instagram. Now, just for fun the other day, I googled articles on sleep and I wasn't surprised to find countless contributions dedicated to helping people overcome apnea, improve mental health, memory, and a host of other benefits resulting from better sleep. Now, most every article I read advocated sleeping between 7 and about 10 hours a night, and every article pointed out the dangers of inadequate sleep, obesity, heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, shortened life expectancy. In response to that preliminary research, I put a simple poll up on LinkedIn. I asked a question, how much sleep do you require to function at your best? Over 1 million people viewed that poll. Over 55,000 people voted. 64% said they need about 6 to 8 hours of sleep. 14% said 4 to 6 hours and 22% get between 8 or 10 plus hours per night. To put things into perspective, cats spend half their life sleeping. Brown bats sleep 19 hours a day, while most humans spend over one-third of their life sleeping. The average giraffe, on the other hand, sleeps two hours a day. And the explanation is simple. Sleep in the wild is a luxury. When you're a seven-course meal that stretches four stories laying down, vulnerable to predator attacks. Standing up and using those massive legs, front and back, is a giraffe's only defense against lion attacks. And it's very deadly at times. There's videos of this. Those legs have been known to decapitate lions when they attack giraffes. Now, we can debate the vicissitudes of inadequate sleep until we're blue in the face. Or we could learn something from giraffes. Doing what's required is sometimes far more important than doing what feels good. One article featured 19 successful entrepreneurs who know the importance of better sleep. Ironically, not one of those people models the kind of physical excellence or at least the physical commitment that I consider to be extraordinary. Does that sound superficial? Maybe, but I can promise you my commitment to health, looking, feeling good, and the amount of time and effort that takes seven days a week to achieve that, to be in the top 1% physically, one of the reasons I have confidence, why I'm bold, why I'm determined, why I have the energy that I do. And I'm telling you, the benefits are huge. So when I see 19 CEOs and successful entrepreneurs evangelizing sleep and most look like a manatee in a Speedo, not interested. Thanks. Appreciate your advice. Sleep all you want. I'm not trying to be cynical, folks. I've got a point here that I'm going to get to. Now, that's why most rich people aren't incredibly fit. And most fit people you meet all over Instagram, they're not incredibly rich. 
However, feeling amazing, having the resources to live that extraordinary life that we want, like I said, it builds energy, endurance, elevates our happiness, gives us confidence. It's also virtually impossible to achieve on getting eight hours or more of sleep per night. And I'm not ridiculing anybody that feels the need to do that. I'm just pointing out the obvious. I mean, we only have so much time in a day, 24 hours, and if we're sleeping half our life or one third, we have to ask ourselves, okay, what can we do if we really want this big dream to materialize? Where can we take that time and apply it? Assuming we're using the other hours of our day in a relevant way that's productive, and many people don't do that either. So for over three decades, let me point this out. I slept four to five hours a day broken sleep, two hours at night, three hours during the day. I'm not bragging folks, but that's what I did to build this business and still made exercise top priority. Didn't miss a workout. Ironically, my fanatical workouts, I believe, is what built the mental toughness that I have that allows me to sleep less, embrace pain, set firm boundaries, and push toward always pursuing my dreams. My dreams are more important than resting eight to 10 hours a night. In fact, for me personally, if I get more than six hours of sleep, no joke, I feel lethargic throughout the day. There's a certain sweet spot for me that I've trained myself to benefit from. And that's just how it is. And I'm not advocating getting less sleep. I'm not suggesting you do that. I'm advocating embracing the fact that some dreams are too big to be limited by daily sleep requirements. You know, most people go through life half asleep, miss all the opportunities that people living with urgency never overlook. So to be successful, here are seven reasons why I think sleeping less has personally provided me with some tremendous benefits in life. Number one, discipline. Building supreme discipline is a necessary attribute for every entrepreneur. One way to acquire discipline is by conquering the fatigue that coincides with not getting much sleep. We press forward anyway and adapt and flourish despite some of the sleep deprivation we have to endure to build massive dreams. The discipline we get from doing what's required reflects favorably in every aspect of our life. When we want something bad enough, we give up everything to achieve it. And at times, folks, that may require giving up some sleep. Number two, uncomfortable. Talk about getting outside your comfort zone. Try jumping out of bed at 2 a.m. every day for decades. That will do the trick. Once you adjust to getting up in the middle of the night, you learn to do it without your alarm clock. You also spring from bed with enthusiasm, eager to embrace the day because you appreciate the champions answered the bell the first time. Losing sleep to pursue a dream? That's a sacrifice, in my opinion, worth making. And I have absolutely no regrets, and I'm confident doing what I did prevented me from being at this place in my life where I look back and I have no regrets, and I'm so glad I made the sacrifices I did to build what I've created to have the life that I enjoy. Number two, no. When we sacrifice sleep to make a dream a reality, we learn to say no to just about everything, and that's critically important to get to where you want to go in life. We don't have time to do happy hour every Thursday night or play three or four rounds of golf each week like some of our friends do or sit around and have idle chit-chat with people we know are superficial, toxic, negative. Or go out every weekend, hang out until two in the morning with people that are they really our friends or are we just doing something to kill time because we're bored and we haven't done the hard work of learning how to be on our own or dedicate to a dream and be alone if we need to to make it become a reality. Sorry, the 
sacrifice to success is huge. And saying no is the difference between squeezing in workouts, time with family, friends, and getting some valuable rest. Listen, we need to learn to say no to anything that competes with our dream and become comfortable offending most people that don't understand the sacrifices we are making to make that dream a reality. Next, small talk. When we're struggling to get limited sleep, we refuse to engage in small talk that takes time and expends valuable energy, wasting time fraternizing with superficial connections, people at the gym, or anybody that thrives on third-party conversation, innuendo. That's exhausting. We learn to pick our friends wisely when we have limited time each day and turn off everything else that wastes our time at the expense of not being able to to do the things that are really important, like getting our walks in, getting our workouts in. Insignificant nonsense that distracts from our dream, I would argue, is not worth the effort. Harsh, but true. Next, boundaries. You know, living with less sleep requires concrete boundaries that are non-negotiable. We lose plenty of friends, folks, eliminate casual acquaintances, forfeit social events most people can't resist, make sacrifices most people find impossible when we pursue big dreams. That's the way it is. However, when we set firm boundaries, we make health, family, close friends, and our professional ambitions top priority. There are my four tenets of equanimity in a nutshell, and I guard those fervently, and I suggest you learn to do the same if you want to make your big dreams a reality. Next, pain. You know, running at 2 a.m. with 60 below zero wind chills in the middle of winter here in the upper Midwest, not a single soul in sight. It's not only haunting, but it's invigorating. And I did that for decades. It also builds mental fortitude, toughness, endurance, learning to manage the pain that coincides with being emotionally and physically fatigued. It's critical for success because most people cave in and allow the temptation of compromise to germinate. Once the seeds of indecision impact our choices, we easily acquiesce with tough decisions like losing sleep in favor of nine hours of rest and our dreams get busted up in the process. There's pain, folks, associated with making big things happen. And everybody wants to try to dream up explanations for why we should do this and do that. And here's what you should do. You should do what you want to do because I can promise you these people that are sleeping 10 hours a day and they think just because the science says you got to do it, they're going to wake up when they're 65 and say, I could have really built that business I wanted. I could have really had the type of figure I wanted. I could have really had the kind of friends that I wanted. And I'm sorry, you don't want to be that person. If I have 10 less years of my life because I slept a little less, but was able to have the dreams that I dreamed my whole life come to fruition, I'm sorry, but that's a trade-off I'm willing to make. I am, because I know this life is so short and I don't want to be babbling on myself in a retirement home, eating pudding from a spoon that somebody feeds me with just because I can live 10 more extra years. I want to go, 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 do it intelligently and get to where I want to be. We only have so much time. Let's not waste it letting a little pain manipulate us into making concessions that we're going to regret later in life.
And finally, regret. It's a big thing. It's ironic that many people that are evangelizing the virtues of more sleep have unhealthy habits that conflict with their message of optimum well-being. You know how I feel about smoking pot, cigarettes, drinking, alcohol, eating poorly, seldom exercising, living with fear, wrestling with not being bold and courageous enough to build your dreams. You don't think those things have an impact on your health? I got news for you. They do. And people want to try to debate, oh, pot isn't bad. It's just innocuous. Really? You don't really know the science behind it. And you better dig a little deeper and find out what you're doing to your body. Not to mention when you smoke a joint, do you really feel like going out and running at 2 a.m. when it's 60 below zero? No, you feel like chilling. You got the munchies. So let's be honest and let's not BS one another. These are tough choices that avoid regret later in life. I would rather get less sleep then live with regret. Regret kills people, and it's a slow, miserable death. I would also advise avoiding all the unhealthy choices many people make that compel them to want to sleep more. Smoke pot, drink. You're not getting up at 4 a.m. and working out. You're sleeping in. You might work out, but you might give 50% to your workout. I give 120% every time to my workout. Listen. Failure to set boundaries, embrace the discomfort of limited sleep will ensure our dreams are regulated by the same lack of discipline limiting most people's potential. Sad reality, but it's true, folks. And again, the message here today isn't go sleep less because Steve said so. Steve just said today that sometimes getting less sleep is necessary if you want your big dreams to materialize. And we can defend all day long. Gotta get eight to 10 hours of sleep. Okay, you just gave up five hours that I'm using to my advantage seven days a week, which adds up to a full day and a half every single week that I'm using to do extraordinary things. Think about that. Think about how much time that is. So if you need to evaluate your schedule and say, how much time am I wasting with distractions? That's a big thing. And then how much extra time am I sleeping that I really may not need because maybe my body can get by with an hour or two less and I can have extra time every day now to really get laser focused on the things that I want to do that will make me feel happier, more alive, more energetic, less regretful. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Again, you can say, Steve, ah, you're full of crap. I'm not buying that. And that's okay. That's what we do here. We throw ideas around. Some of these things may make sense. Some may not. Hope this did. How much sleep do you require each night? How you answer that is fine with me. And I advise you to do what works best for you because you know that's what we do here here at Anatomy of Success. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Let's do it again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. 